0: This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fenwick, the place to stay updated and educated. Hello and welcome to Tech Guide. Episode 365, welcome to the show. It's great to have your company once again. My name is Stephen Fennick, and I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. Well, we are in Berlin for the EFA Tech Show where we've seen the latest technology and products. We get our hands on the new Samsung Galaxy Fold. We'll also talk about 8K. We'll take a look at the announcements from Lenovo and also chat with Lenovo's Australian Managing Director, Matt Codrington. Also on the show, you'll hear about the new EcoVax Robotics Dbot Osmo 950 and the new smartphones from TCL and Alcatel. And in other news, Ring has released a new doorbell, especially for apartments. And we'll wrap things up as we usually do with the Tech Guide Help Desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected.
2: This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec.
0: Well, we saw this product for the first time back in February at the Samsung Unpacked event. We're talking, of course, about the Samsung Galaxy Fold. Now, this was a device that was due for release uh, back in April, but there were uh, some, a couple of little problems that developed with the product. They sent it out to some reviewers and influencers in the U.S., and unfortunately, they did, uh, they pointed out and discovered a few issues. Uh, one being a, a screen protection layer that some of them mistook for a screen protector and they proceeded to tear that off the front of the device, which actually broke the screen. There were other issues of debris getting in underneath that top layer through the hinge. So these were widely reported, of course. Samsung gave these out to these influencers and and high-level, top-tier reviewers in the US. And naturally, that was a story they wrote uh, and shouted from the rooftops. Unfortunately for Samsung... They had to delay the release of the Galaxy Fold and go back to the drawing board almost. They had to redesign some of the, some parts of the product, including that, that top layer of the screen. Oh, they also had, had to re-engineer the edges of the hinge. Uh, and they've done that. They're, they've now, uh, they're, they're ready for release. In fact, it's already released in, in South Korea. It's been out for a few days now. Australia is due to receive the Galaxy Fold within the next month or so it 'll definitely be before Christmas, but it could be as early as October or maybe late october november we 're not exactly sure what we are sure of though is that we got our hands on the device here at efa we had a hands on session with the galaxy fold and i've got to say I was really excited to to get my hands on this product it 's one thing one that i 've been looking forward to seeing for myself i think it's one of those products where the pictures and the images and the, all the other videos you see doesn't do it justice until you've got it in your hands. And I'm happy to say that I was really impressed with the Galaxy Fold. Now, a lot of people are thinking, what the hell do I need a folding phone for? Uh, I don't normally have a product like that. Well, nobody does. It's, it's brand new. But I think once, once you get it in your hand and understand the concept, then I think you'll get a, a, an appreciation. And we've wrote about it, of course, on Tech Guide. We even shot a little video to give you an idea. But basically, it's two devices in one. That's the best way I can describe it. So it's a, it's a phone when you want it to be a phone. So for the front screen, there's 4.6 inches and uh, really easy to make your calls and texts and all those little basic things. But once you open it like a book and it snaps open with a really satisfying click and locks into place, then suddenly you're presented with this 7.3-inch dynamic AMOLED touchscreen. So you're suddenly holding a tablet-sized device in your hands and uh, Half a second ago, it was folded in half and it looked like a phone. So you're getting the phone when you need the phone. And now you've got this space for you to multitask, for you to run apps in even a grander scale. Look at websites like you've never looked at them before on a mobile device. Uh, Multitask. Enjoy your content. How, how good would it be to, once you, you're on a plane or you're on a long trip on a, on a train or in a car, or whatever, that you can pull your phone out of your pocket, unfold it, and then suddenly you can watch a tablet-sized version of your favorite show. You might be streaming Netflix or watching YouTube or whatever you happen to be doing. Suddenly you've got this much better way to view it. So th- that's, that's kind of where Samsung's coming from with this. And look, they're not the lone ranger here. You're going to see a lot of folding phones, including the Mate X from Huawei. There are other devices that I've seen here at IFA. Uh, TCL, which we'll talk about later, they've got a phone that's coming to Australia. But they've also had in development a lot of folding devices. There's rumors Motorola's going to have a... The Razer's going to make a comeback as a folding device. So the trend is coming. Our demand for content is increasing, our demand for bigger screens is increasing, but the size of our hands isn't increasing. So that's one thing that stayed the same. So having a device that folds down to a smaller size when you're not needing the larger screen is the theme behind this sort of product. Now, immediately when I got the Galaxy Fold in my hand, one thing that, that really struck me was the quality and the build of the device it had a nice weight to it without being too heavy uh, had a nice metal finish the hinge really quality craftsmanship there and that satisfying click when you opened it up and it clicked into place so the screen is is flat you can kind of notice the crease on the screen when it's in the right light but what, if you're viewing your content you're not going to see it at all it's, it's going to disappear into the background so straight away I was really impressed of course it's a touch screen so you can navigate through your apps you can multitask you can run up to 3 apps at the same time on the screen so have a look at our video. That's what, exactly what we did. So imagine you can have maybe your email down one side. You may have your Twitter feed on another part. You might then have your uh, some other another app there. You might be you might need a calculator to do some calculations or something. And all all these things you can do now. And and even if you just want to use it as a as a, a easier way to type, now the keyboard is much wider. So you're looking at that's one thing about what, why I don't like writing long documents on a smartphone because the the keyboard's really small and it's really hard to to get a lot of work done but with the fold it gives you that option now of having this larger keyboard literally at your fingertips so you, you can be productive on the move so another that's another really attractive feature for me uh the the device itself as i said is uh not not too heavy i was surprised actually how light it was and when folded it's, it's a wedge shape, so the hinge is slightly wider, so it's 17 millimetres, and at the edge, it's 13.8 millimetres. So the, the hinge actually uh, doesn't, the, the, the screen doesn't touch each other uh, uh, at the hinge, so you uh, that's why it forms that little wedge shape. But, but when you open it up, it's perfectly flat, and when it's opened up, it's only 6.9 millimetres thick, so it's quite thin. Uh, that's pretty thin for any kind of tablet, let alone a a tablet that you've just unfolded from the device right there. Uh, The the main screen is... uh is, is glossier than I thought. Like it, it doesn't have quite the same sheen as a glass as a, as a regular smartphone screen, but it is glossier than I thought. That I had seen some other folding devices some uh, uh, earlier this year, and they were there was a, a Chinese brand I think called the the Royal. I think it was I saw it at CES back in January, and the screen seemed to have a matte finish rather than a, a glossy finish. But the 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 Galaxy Fold has still managed to have that, that glossy finish to the dynamic AMOLED screen. There's cameras, of course, on uh, on the inside. Uh, well, that's probably one of the downsides of it too, that there is a little notch there. So there's two cameras on the inside. When you open it up, top right-hand corner, there's two cameras. And I thought to myself, geez, you've got all this room to put two cameras and you took a little chunk out of the top right-hand corner. That kind of sported it a little bit for me. If that was a perfectly rounded, squared-off Screen in there, no none no notch. That would be not good, it'd be great so it, it does it does detract from your content if you 're watching uh, this this little corner of the, of the screen is missing uh, courtesy of of the of the cameras so uh, maybe version two might get rid of that but look it 's not a deal breaker i I'd still it still gives you plenty of space to work and of course it 's inherited the camera system from the galaxy s ten as well so you 've got a decent camera system. One good feature that I, I liked too was the continuity feature where you could if you're say your browser the, uh, a website or a map, maybe on the on the big screen, and then you close the fold. The continuity means that that app will then suddenly appear exactly where you left off on the front smaller screen. And then, when you open it up again, it takes it back inside again. I thought that was a pretty cool feature as well so uh, so that continuity works all the way through now, opening it and closing it it's a bit of a two it 's a two handed job to open it. you can't uh, open it with one hand. I think the hinge is, is too strong for that. Uh, so I think that' just testament to the build quality of this thing uh, and closing it of course again un- un- until you get the fold started. You, you, you need to have two hands to to fold it as well. USB-C to charge it. It's got your fingerprint reader on the side, all the regular buttons. I think it's got expandable memory. One thing we're not going to get in Australia, we're not going to get the 5G version. I, I uh, was disappointed to find out. Still, 4G, uh, I'll take it, but... The other regions, I think, are getting the 5G variant, just not uh, Australia. So, uh, you know, that that's uh, something that we were hoping for. But you know what? Again, not a deal-breaker. I would still use this phone as my daily driver. It's coming out in the next month. Pricing hasn't been released either, uh, I, I, and it's not going to be cheap, I don't think. We're, uh, the, the Australian dollar's pretty weak at the moment, so that's not the best. But uh, like I'm, I'm guesstimating that it's going to probably be around the $3,000 mark. Uh, when, when it was announced back in February, I think it had a, a 1,999 US dollars price. So that's 2,000 US dollars, let's say. And with the dollar at the moment, which is a bit down to about 68 at the moment, so you do the math, uh, add add the GST. I think you're looking at probably close to three thousand dollars. So it, it just new new tech always is always expensive, and the fact the dollars in the toilet doesn't help us either. So uh, look, we'll, we'll we'll wait and see. I'm 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 hopeful that it won't be more than three thousand. I think that it'll really turn a lot of people away if it is. Uh, and look, this isn't a product for everyone. Uh, not not everyone's going to want to fold straight away, and especially at this price, but it's a good first step. I think this is an exciting new direction for smartphones, uh, and I really enjoyed using it in the 45 minutes that I had with it, and I'm looking forward to using it uh, properly as my daily my daily driver and to do a proper review for you guys at TechOd. In the meantime, I've written my hands-on review from the short time that I spent with it, and we shot a little video. So give us some love over at YouTube. You can click through to that video video on our story at tech guide, but check it out our hands on with the galaxy fold. Check it out at techguide.com.au Now while we're talking about Samsung and uh let's let's be transparent here we uh have guests in Berlin uh as as a guest of Lenovo and also from Samsung they uh they are the companies that brought us across to EFA, uh, Samsung, they have released another 8K TV, and it's it's funny. I, I didn't realise it was actually it's actually Samsung's 50th anniversary this year. So we were recently celebrating 50 years of uh, man landing on the moon. Well, it's 50 years of Samsung as well, and we could very well have been, or some customers could very well have been, watching the moon landing on Samsung's very first product. It's a small black and white television. That was their first product 50 years ago and they are celebrating this year for the 50th birthday, that's that's a pretty pretty big achievement. They've come a long way in that time. I've got to say, they're number one in phones, they're number one in TVs, they're number one in fridges. I think they're they're uh, doing pretty well. But on the TV front, 8K is also uh, another was another big factor here, another big topic. Uh, an area of interest in, at EFA. And it was actually at this show a year ago that Samsung uh, unveiled its very first 8K TV. They got out ahead of everyone else and 8K was introduced for the first time Twelve months ago. Well, they've continued with their 8K legacy, of course, the QLED 8K range, which up until now was available in 65 inch, 75, 82, and 85 inch. I think there's a 98 inch they've released now too. That's like about a hundred grand, so good if you can afford that. And the whole idea behind 8K is that with our tendency to be buying larger screens. 4K just wasn't cutting it in terms of giving you the really sharp images and not seeing pixels on those ultra large screens. So, 8K was brought along, which is four times the resolution of 4K. So, imagine four 4K TVs, two by two on top of each other. That's the extra, that's the amount of pixels you get with an 8K TV. Samsung has this year introduced another model, a 55-inch model, and I at first thought, could you really notice... 8K resolution on a 55 inch TV because I think to do it justice and just to fit in the sheer number of pixels you need, you do need those bigger screen sizes. But to my surprise, I stood in front of the 55 inch 8K and it was really, really sharp. You could easily notice it and Samsung's reasoning is if if someone wants the best TV that you can buy, they'd want an 8K TV, uh, they may not have the room for a, a larger screen but they still want the quality so hence the reason why Samsung Samsung's kicked in with a new 55-inch uh, TV the, for the for the range as well. It's going to be out in the next couple of months. So uh, no word on pricing yet, but the, the Samsung 8K TVs are premium, so they're, they're not cheap. They're uh, going to be out very shortly. They also mentioned that if you already have an 8K TV or are thinking of buying a TV and you're complaining about there being no content, well, apart from there being remarkable upscaling, so that it takes your existing content and upscales it intelligently to 8K, some other news is that the Rugby World Cup and the 2020 Tokyo Olympics will also be broadcast in 8K, if you can believe that. Plus, there are other streaming services that are going to pop up in early 2020 that'll give you 8K content as well. So the content's coming. The upscaling's working for now, but the content for 8K is coming. So keep an eye on that. Take a look at our story. 8K is all the rage. We spoke last week about LG's 8K TVs. There's also a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a an argument, let's us say, Well, not an argument. There's a claim that LG's 8K TVs are more real 8K TVs. I've discussed that on Tech Guide as well. It's all about. Contrast modulation and how many pixels are illuminated. It is. I've broken it down and made it uh, as simple as I can. You can read that story on Tech Guide as well. But 8K, you're going to see a lot more of it. Not only at the end of this this year, but also into 2020. 8K is going to be everywhere, uh, and Samsung have just added to that with their new 55 inch. If you want to take a look at that story, check it out at TechGuide.com.au.
2: This is Tech Guide.
0: Now, we're in IFA as a guest of Samsung, but we're also a guest of Lenovo. Uh, They were kind enough to bring us out here as well. And we're going to talk about what they released here at the IFA trade show. They normally have their annual event. They have an event called Tech Life. Which is an overview of all their new products. I actually attended the very first Tech Life. I think it was back in 2015. And they held it in Beijing, which is their home, home, uh, hometown. And it was a massive event. It was incredible. Thousands of people at this event. And they've now taken that and, and moved it around the world. And for the last couple of years, Tech Life has happened to coincide with, with EFA. So hence the reason why they've, they've held it now. Uh, they did, did hold it the night before. Aoife kicked off uh, of uh, this uh, this year, so uh, on the eve of IFA, uh, Tech life took place uh, at one of the big halls at the Mesa uh, display grounds, there as well, the exhibition center. And we were lucky enough to be there. And they announced a, a range of products. We're, talk, we're going to talk about laptop computers, they also released some smart tablets, uh, as well as an updated AR headset. But let's get into the, the laptops. The L- Lenovo is well known for their ThinkPad, They're, they've got a new range now of ThinkPad books as well they're sort of more your business semi professional laptop but the consumer laptop range is the Yoga laptop. The Yoga, they're called Yoga because they're convertible. They can bend around a little bit. Do you get that reference? So uh, they, they've continued the tradition with Yoga. Uh, there's there's a few models that you can buy now that have uh, various features, in, in, improvements, including 4K resolution screens, longer battery life, smarter operation, more efficient operation uh, for, for their range. But one thing they've all got in common, uh, and the, sort of the main mantra for the company is smarter technology for all. And we're chatting with Matt Codrington uh, later in the show. He's going to tell us more about that. And uh, so, but, but that, is, that is kind of their approach. They want to empower their customers across all their devices, no matter whether it's their entry-level device or the most expensive device. They want it to be smarter and to empower the customer. Now, the new features, some of the new features they are bringing to the table include super-resolution and Q-Control, as well as lock screen support. Now, four new products in the Yoga range is the S740, the C940, the C740, C is, by the way, short for convertible, and the C640. Now, Super Resolution is a technology they're going to have on board, which is an upscaling technology. So it can take your your existing content and upscale it to full high-definition ten eighty P. So if you're watching uh maybe you have standard definition content or uh pretty crummy other other content then it can upscale that to up to ten eighty P and if of course if you've got a ten eighty P screen which they all do then that will look great. Four K screens are also fantastic but it will only upscale to full H D it can't upscale all the way to four K. Another new feature is Q control. And uh, this is a mode that uses artificial intelligence to dynamically boost your battery life. So depending on what you're doing... It'll, uh, it will be able to choose what the best operating mode would be. So think of this as, uh, you know, you might be doing some, some, just some casual work. The, 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 computer will know, okay, you're only browsing the web. You don't need the, the fans to be working too hard. And so we'll turn things down and do this and that. And that'll save your battery life. Or on the, on the other end of the scale, you might be playing some intense game. You want the best performance that the, the computer can provide. And it will ramp up the fan speed and just, do it all for you, giving you that performance. So it can differentiate, but rather than a one-size-fits-all approach, it can intelligently see what you're doing and give you the right mode. So at the end of the day, that efficiency could end up giving you an extra 20% of battery life. So that, that's uh, that's that's pretty interesting right there. And battery life is like money. We can never have too much of that. Now, included across all the yoga products is uh, also lock screen support. Now, what this does, this is a really cool feature that adds some smarts to the product. So now, with the lock screen support, your laptop, your yoga laptop, could be sitting up on your desk or on a table, lid closed, locked, sleeping, and you can still speak to Alexa through the computer like a smart speaker, even lid closed or whatever, and you can still get that response. You want to turn your devices on, look, listen to music, whatever you happen to want to do, it'll listen to you even in the locks, if, if the lid's locked. and Or if, if you've got the lid open, then you can see the responses on the screen. So you, if it's just sitting on your desk with the with screen open, It'll, it'll be working like a smart speaker, like a smart display speaker, give you those responses and allow you then to control whatever devices you want, ask for whatever content you want, check your commute, whatever you happen to want, it can do that as well. So that's just another little box of ticks to give you that extra feature of being smart as well. Now, the... What the one that caught my eye, I really like the fourteen inch the c nine forty that 's two in one convertible laptop that 'd be my one of choice it 's all metal chassis uh, it's also got a true block privacy shutter, so you can actually lock, you can block the camera. It's got a biometric unlock and a stylus as well. Uh, it's called a garage pen and the reason they call it a garage pen is because like you're putting the pen in the garage in the in the laptop. Uh, and the stylus can be stored there and charged inside the laptop until you need it. Moving along, well, they've also got some tablets as well. The two I'm going to talk about are really cool, that they've brought back the the kickstand. Do you remember years ago the Yoga Smart Tab had a had a kickstand? So they've got the Yoga Smart Tab which has uh, it's got like a tubular edge which has a, as a speaker and also has a larger battery. And on the back of it is a is a kickstand that you press a button and the kickstand opens up. You can then uh, pull it down so that the tablet tablet can stand by itself. You can pull it all the way around and lay it uh, flat or nearly flat so that you can type. Or you can even uh, fully extend the the kickstand, and there's a little hole in it, and yeah, you can actually hang it on a hook. I've used the old like this was a product uh, the the kickstand was used a few years ago. I used to use it on the back of a seat plane if I wanted to watch my content, it it'd hook onto the back of the seat, and I could watch my content. So I'm really happy they brought that back. The other the other tablet is the Smart Tab M8. Now. There's tablets and there's tablets. With Lenovo, the M8 comes now with a charging stand... Now one issue with tablets that it's not used every day like your phone, so you might want to use the tablet and you pull it out of the top drawer off the shelf and there's no charge, it's dead. So you've got to charge it up and so you can't use it straight away. So Lenovo's thinking is that let's include a charging stand so it's always charged up if you need it. Now, the other advantages here, and you've got to remember the Yoga Smart Tab's got a kickstand and the M8 has the charging stand, they also have that ambient mode so they can also be smart speakers as well. So whenever the M8 in the uh, in the charging stand, it's a smart speaker with a display. And if you want to put it, uh, the uh, the Yoga Smart Tab, uh, deploy it with the kickstand so that the screen is visible. You can also put that into ambient mode, and boom, that is a smart display speaker as well. Really, really clever. The Smart Tab that's going to start at $499. It's going to go on sale in October. The Smart Tab M8, uh, I think that's also going to be released around the same time. Pricing and availability hasn't been announced just there. They've also got another smart device, the Lenovo Smart Display 7, which, which which adds to their other their existing Smart Display range. So 7-inch screen, uh, smart speaker. Uh, Display, 7-inch display with much improved speaker quality, got to add, too. Really nice. And that starts at 179 bucks. That's going to be available in November. Now, finally, the Lenovo Mirage AR, the augmented reality headset. You may have seen it. Remember Jedi Challenges? Great game. And they've reintroduced this headset but with a couple of new features. They happen to be the dual controllers. Uh, So you get the AR headset, the controllers. There's also a little spherical device that sits on the ground to give you the sort of the the layer of the land, so it knows exactly where the floor is and where you are in relation to the floor, so it gives you a better experience. But what they've released is a new game called Marvel Dimension of Heroes. So the headset, which is powered through a smartphone app, allows you to choose a hero you want to be take on all these infamous supervillains using your dual controller and the great part about this is that you can it's got co-op mode so imagine being able to team up with a friend who's also got a headset and you can see them in the game. You might look across at them and you'll see the weapon they're holding and they'll see what you're holding and what you're doing as well. So that's a really exciting new mode. And it's also backwards compatible with the Jedi Challengers game. If you happen to have the Jedi Challengers game, this that is also compatible with Dimension of Heroes, but you do need to buy the dual universal controllers so that you can use the weapons and play the new game. So really exciting stuff there but we're going to we're going to hear now from Matt Codrington He's gonna tell us a little bit more about the these products that they've released and also the range the, the the mantra of the company and how it's all really all about being smarter across the board, their approach to products as well. Uh also in the chat too was the was is Chris Osborne. He's the ANZ segment lead uh for their consumer division. He's also in the chat. So here's our chat earlier with Chris and Matt. Well, here we are, we're at IFA and we're chatting with uh, Matt and Chris from Lenovo. Welcome, guys. It's day one of the show here, and uh, we've already had tech life, of course, which was really interesting and a a great showcase of all the new products. But what struck me was the 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 mantra of the company and how smarter technology for all really stood out for me. And and I've noticed across all your products that there is that smart element that's been introduced.
2: Mm. Look, you're a big technology company. Our mission is to lead intelligent transformation. That means smarter technology for all. So what that means is... You know, not technology for technology's sake. We want to bring out products that are easy to use, that are smart to use, that are intuitive, that you know, the latest stuff. But it's it's all about touch and voice and 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 technology that works with you, that adds value. And and I noticed too that the one of the features that stood out for me was the the
0: mode was it ambient mode on the tabs and uh, and on the and on the laptops that when they're sitting in a cradle or just just resting on, on a desk or whatever, that they become smart products. Can you tell us a bit more about that, Chris?
1: Sure, no worries. So for us, one of the products we've announced today for this week is the Yoga Smart Tab. That's effectively a 10-inch tablet for all intents and purposes, but also has the inbuilt ability to um, effectively become a Google Smart Assistant. So that's built into the device natively, and when you're not using it in tablet mode, you can have it set up on your kitchen desk um, listening to you know any command that you give it. Um, and it will obviously work as it would a smart device.
0: So if it's in, so it's just in, what is it, what is it a mode, like a resting mode, it's just, just sleeping, yeah. asleep, and you say, and we're going to probably set off a few people's speakers here, Alexa, turn the TV on,
2: or whatever, it'll react, is that right? Yeah, that's exactly right. So you can sit there, it can be on the bench, you can tell it turn the music on, or turn the lights up or down, or, you know, you can launch it into a, you know, you can look at a recipe, I guess, but it'll sit there and wait for your command.
0: I do like too the uh,
2: there's uh, the distinct
0: differentiation between the the laptops. There's yoga, think pad, think book. For for my audience, for our listeners, I think the yoga is kind of the sweet spot there. The the convertibles with the touch screens and They've even now gone to the next level with, I think some have going to have 4K screens, and I really like the slide that that said not bright enough, not uh, not all these little pain points that you've addressed with the customer. So how 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 have they addressed them now with these line of products?
2: Yeah, look, I'll probably let Chris talk to it a little bit more, but we've just launched the, the C940, which is the latest flagship product. It's got a whole lot of features that are very innovative, very easy use. So i might Chris, you want to talk about them?
0: That C940? That's that's what I actually pointed out as what well. what I'd like to receive to review is the C940. But tell us more, Chris.
1: We can make that happen. I think the C940 for us is is the um, I guess there's a few running changes from what was already a very good product, the C930. Um, the product's got an integrated stylus pen that charges, so that when you're ready to use it, it's always there to go. Um, it's got an integrated soundbar. The audio is phenomenal. Um, and as you pointed out, the 4K uh, panel is speci- is particularly good in terms of the overall quality and brightness of the panel. With with the pen. So w- w- what is that called? The, the, what is the, the name you give it? We call it a garage pen. Garage pen. So when you're not using it, it's, it's inserted into the it slides into the side of the notebook yeah. and charges, uh, such that when you when you need it, it's there. You've you've got it. You've not left it at home, and it's fully charged, ready to go. So it's a great feature.
0: So you can you can take it out of the, the garage
1: <laughs> and then start writing on the screen That's right. so the, the, the laptop I imagine is a convertible so you can, you can use make it, it in device. tablet mode you can use it in traditional clamshell mode where it's open as it would a normal notebook or you can do the full 360 conversion into a tablet and write and as you write obviously depending on the applications you're using you can use it for a you know handwriting to, to a recognised key so it will capture the text physical text um, and also obviously you've got the ability then to talk to the device and have the, the words captured as well
0: so how, like, how, obviously, the features, you don't introduce features like that just for the sake of it. It's customers, you, the customer feedback that you get to do this. So how, how much of what we're seeing today in this line of products are the result of your close relationship with the customer?
1: Yeah, look, I'd say, you know, a lot of, as we push up the stack, I think you see a lot of that new innovation coming through. Also, I think um, you, you design a product around the needs of an individual. So for us, as you look... Specifically at the pen and inking capabilities of it. it's obviously a major feature of the Windows operating system, um, and there's there's obviously you know a, a rather robust um, install base of people that are looking for that day to day in terms of the image capturing and the, the the ability to write and circle through highlighted text and what have you. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. I'm a fan of that sort of tactile experience, so uh, that's a great feature to include.
0: Now with the uh, Obviously, Lenovo's got a fair footprint in the smart space too with the, the, uh, the new 7 inch screen, I quite like. And there's, I've noticed now you've got a 4 inch, you've got a 5 inch, you got a, I think there's a, no, is there a is four, 4, 7, seven
2: and 10? So you've got a couple of gaps to fill. <laughs> I think the 4, 7, and 10 pretty much capture it. So the 4 inch is a, is a smart clock. And we launched that earlier this year, got a whole lot of awards, which was great. But that sits, um, you know, perhaps in your bedroom. It's, a, it's like a digital lab, but you can talk to it and you can give it commands, and it'll tell you what the weather's going to be like, and it'll tell you how, how the traffic is on the way to work. Then we've got a 7 inch, which sits maybe in a, in a kid's room, which does the same thing forward facing stereo speakers. It's got all the things you need to, to listen to music. And then the 10 yeah, inch. That's, that's a new one, the 7 inch, isn't it? That was just announced here. Was that the one? The yeah. new. Yeah, yeah that's, new that's new. right. That's right. Yeah. The 7 inch just announced now. And then the 10 inch uh, we launched a little bit earlier. Um, that's a full fledged product, so that has video uh, conferencing capability. All sorts of stuff. You can keep that in the kitchen. You can, you know, you can download your recipes. You can do all stuff with that.
0: I bought the 10 inch for my parents. It's changed their lives. They love it. They can listen to the radio and listen to music. And I set it up for them, and they run it themselves, so they're very happy. So uh, just sending you passing on my thanks for that one. They love they love that product. Now with the um, the tablets too, the tabs,
1: so good to see the kickstand is back. So wh- why did it disappear and why is it back again? I think if you look at the function of that tablet in itself, it's a tablet, obviously, all the time, but then when you're not using a tablet, a lot of people leave their tablets uncharged in the top drawer of their cupboard. So the idea here is that when you're not using it as a tablet, you can have it literally plugged in and charging but actually serving a purpose so it becomes that smart device within your home while you're not using it as a tablet. The other benefit is if if, it, if it's to become your primary smart device in your home, you can then unplug it and take it out onto the deck and be browsing through your articles and news clippings and what have you as you're you know, enjoying a drink out on the balcony.
2: Also So it works really well with the Google Assistant, right? So we've got this product now where you can you can unplug it from the power, you can take it to any room you want, you can s- set it up on the stand so it's it's either forward facing, you can watch a movie, you can stand it up on the stand so you're typing, it's much more comfortable to type. But in essence, you can have that product sitting there, and, and you know, no matter what you're doing, you can you can talk to it. At, as I said before, you can control your TV, you get music, your lights, your you know whatever you want to do. So having a a portable product like that. There are a lot of portable smart assistants like that. Uh, I think it's very powerful.
0: I noticed too uh, the new line of ThinkBooks. So, and this is this is uh, to for the kind of the millennials. Is that right? The millennials to address their focus on style and functionality. Is that right?
2: Oh, look, they're, they're, yeah, I think they will. I think they'll like it. The, I think the Yoga range and the idea pad range is probably more focused at the millennials as well. And then the ThinkBook range is a, is a, it's a it's a new range of sort of all-metallic products that are really designed for small business. Mm -hmm. Um, So business, perhaps on a budget, um, these products have all the features you need, um, they're very stylish, as you say, you know, they're great-looking products, um, but really aimed at that small business environment.
0: And obviously the ThinkPad, which has kind of been your workhorse for however many years, that that continues to to, uh, improve. And again, this year, there are even new ThinkPad models too.
1: The... ThinkPad range for us, like of a consumer, just for the record. The ThinkPad range of products. Um, this will test you, Chris. Also refreshed, re- refresh to Intel 10th generation shortly as well. So, but you're right. I think the um,
2: they're the powerhouse of the of the range and vastly popular. Even with the the ThinkPad products, you know, we're innovating in those products as well. You've got the latest 10th gen uh, uh, technology from Intel, of course, but. You know, the ThinkPad goes from strength to strength. The, the keyboard's improved. We've now got, you know, you've got an integrated video camera. It's very important in business now to have that sort of connectivity. Uh, but we've added, we've listened to our customers. We've added the ThinkShutter. So it's a little simple device that, that slides across in front of the video. and protects your privacy if you want it to. Um, other features include pen-based interfaces on the ThinkPads and so on. So, you know, really designed for that, um, I, I think, a very, you know, solid platform for business.
0: Well, we really appreciate you taking the time. I know it's a busy time for you here at EFA, so thank you very much for joining us. Thanks very much, Tim. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can protect you and your family online. Now, we live in a world where hackers are constantly finding new ways to steal your personal information. And because we spend so much time online, it's quite possible we could find ourselves in a cyber criminal site. The Norton team is dedicated to keeping people safe online no matter how they connect. So whether you're paying bills on your phone, shopping on your tablet or banking on your laptop, Norton Security Premium is working hard behind the scenes to help keep your information, your identity and your devices protected. For more information on how to protect your digital life, visit au.norton.com. All right. Righty, well, let's talk about some other products that we saw at IFA, uh, including from Ecovacs Robotics, the new dbot Osmo 950. Now, we've spoken many times on the show about the dbot uh, vacuums, their robot vacuums, and they've come a long way. And I've got to say, the 950 is quite a significant improvement over the previous models. This is the new flagship for Ecovacs Robotics. They've even they've even got a new logo, which I quite like too. They've changed that up a bit as well. Uh, this is going to launch in October. The Deebot Osmo 950 includes the upgraded Smart Navi 3.0. This is laser mapping and navigation technology that can scan, map, and plan the most efficient cleaning path around your home. It is a robot. It is smart. I told you that. Uh, it's also got a 5200 milliamp hour battery now that can run for up to 200 minutes before it needs to go back to the dock to recharge that's a winner right there as well the cool new feature though is the multi-floor mapping so what happens here it can map multiple levels of your home so say you live in a two or three story house it can remember the map for each floor so when you take the d-bot to level two it'll it'll detect oh hang on this is different from downstairs i've got it here is here is the map here It'll remember and then start the clean on that particular level. So, multi-mapping. The the original D-Bots could map one floor and show you the floor plan on the app. Really handy, because what it does, it's got a camera that points to the ceiling, so obviously your ceiling follows your floor plan, and... It creates this really detailed floor plan of your house, and then it can remember where everything is, the path it needs to take. Now, imagine that on multiple levels. So if you've got a two- or three-storey house, uh, you may have a four-storey house. You're doing pretty well. Uh, It can remember multiple maps of the same home. That's pretty smart if you ask me. Uh, There's also a new pressure retention system, the Floating Brush 2.0 which means you're getting superior suction power. How good does it suck, I hear you say? This allows the machine to sweep up to four millimetre deep cracks so no dust can hide. So that, that's pretty powerful for a robot vacuum cleaner. Four millimeter—that's nearly half a centimetre down, it can, it can drag out the dust. And it's got max plus mode as well, which increases suction power when it's needed to tackle stubborn dirt and other messy areas. It can also be controlled, of course, through the Ecovacs Home app, and you can also direct it with your voice, choosing either Amazon Alexa or Google Assistant. Now, the app also allows you to create virtual boundaries, so you might want not want it to go in a certain part of the home, you might be doing something, you don't want to be disturbed, you don't want a robot coming through there, so you can set, create these virtual boundaries for both vacuuming and mopping. This is a mop as well, people. It can vacuum your carpets, and then when it detects the hard floor, and it can mop, the floor as well that's pretty cool if you ask me uh, and it's improved the other models did that too but this this new model uh really does it much better it's got much it's a bit more intelligent uh can detect those cleaning services even better you can even assign cleaning areas so you want to say okay i want to clean the kitchen right now or you can set schedules and even switch between modes as well so there's plenty of control in your finger in your hand we're through the uh, through the app as well now we don't know a price for the e osmo 950 the dbot osmo 950 it's going to land in Australia in October which is next month so local pricing will be announced closer to the local launch date but you know what we're going to make a prediction we think it's going to be under a thousand bucks I think that's kind of how the market's trending the Ecovacs' earlier flagship models were over a thousand bucks, but I think there's been a bit of a readjustment in the market, and I think EcoVacs are leading the way, providing not only fantastic new technology uh, and robotics, but also providing value there as well. You want to check that story out, all about EcoVacs and their new D-Bot Osmo 950. Check it out at TechGuide.com.au. Now TCL is a electronic giant and normally a company that we know for their televisions they're also they're actually a massive display manufacturer so they create displays for their own displays for their televisions they also create displays for their phones TCL is the parent company of Alcatel and TCL is actually going to enter under their TCL name, they're going to enter the Australian smartphone market with a phone called the TCL Plex. Now, I've seen this. I had my hands on this. This is a what I'm calling a flagship-level smartphone. We're talking really nice 6.5-inch high-definition display. It's got a, a, a triple camera system on the front. Uh, dual camera system, uh, sorry, single camera on, on the front, triple camera system on the back, fingerprint reader. But, it, but what it's doing, it's bringing in, it's a 6.53 inch, uh, by the way, full HD plus, 90% screen to body ratio. But what TCLs doing is they're bringing their display technology down into the phone. So there's a dedicated display engine on board, so it helps display colour more accurately. This is the TCL Next Vision technology, it's called. It also provides a six-axis colour enhancement and 2D edge enhancement, so not only are you getting the great colours, but you're also getting sharper pictures as well. It's also got a real-time converter to take SDR content and convert it to HDR content. How many phones can do that? Uh, It also has, too, the display has the artificial intelligence to have different modes and automatically adjust depending what you're doing. So it's got adaptive mode, reading mode, and eye comfort mode. So what it does, it detects what you're doing and can display the right brightness and color temperature to suit what you're doing. This is in a phone which is really super impressive. The triple lens system includes a 48 megapixel main camera with 4K recording. Uh, There's also auto brightness, HDR, and AI in the camera's auto mode, so it can detect what you're looking at, what you're shooting, and and optimize the image. Night shots and night videos can also uh, be enhanced using the super night mode. Uh, The 16 megapixel camera on the back has a 123 degree field of view, so you can fit in actually four times as much as you would in a normal shot. Uh, You know, the, the, The feature that's really attractive here is the price. This is going to be sold through JB Hi Fi. It's coming out in October, so next month. This is going to be four hundred and ninety nine dollars. Now I think the feature set that this has got, I think if they if they price this at eight hundred and ninety nine dollars that I don't think people would bat an eyelid because the the feature set on board would justify that price. So, TCL coming in pretty aggressively into the Australian market. Two colours, Obsidian Black and Opal White. uh, And it's going to be released, as I said, through JB Hi-Fi. They also announced, TCL also announced the 4G Move Time, which is a 4G kids' smartwatch. So it's got a 1.3-inch display, has direct two-way calling, can also have video calling as well as photo sharing and messaging. And the good thing for parents, it's got GPS functionality, so you can set geo fence perimeters and set geo locations so you can see that little Johnny's at school. If during school hours he goes out of school grounds, you'll get a notification. You can see exactly where they are in real time. So, uh, another peace of mind for the parent. This is ideal for uh, a child who's maybe too young for a phone, but that you want them to be able to contact you when you want. Uh, there's also a school time mode, which means that you, the child will never be distracted in class, so, some features can be shut down so that they can't, they can't be playing the games and mucking around with it. Uh, made of durable material as well. It's got an IP65 waterproof rating uh, and has changeable watch faces. It's going on sale mid-November, Big W and Australia Post for $199. It takes its own... SIM card, a 4G SIM card in the back. So, and I think there'll be plans as low as like 10 bucks a month for, for the data and the connectivity. So that's super value there as well. And finally, Alcatel, which is, as I said, a, a subsidiary of TCL, TCL being the parent company. Alcatel's releasing the 3X. Now, I, I also had this phone in my hand. It's got a 6.5 inch full HD, no, sorry, HD plus display and it It looks and feels like a premium device. It's got a rear triple camera system. It's got 16, 8, and 5 megapixel cameras on the back, so that's what makes up the the triple camera system. It also has a super wide-angle lens with a 102-degree field of view. On the front is an 8-megapixel camera and a flash on the front as well, an LED flash. It's powered by an octa-core processor, Also has a dedicated Google Assistant button on the side, so you can launch apps, find info, control your devices, all that, set reminders, whatever you want to do. And all of that, it's going on sale through JB Hi-Fi in October, $299. Some value right there. You might want to spend a couple of hundred more, maybe get the TCL, the TCL Plex, which, which looks phenomenal. It really does punch well above its weight. Uh, or the Alcatel 3X for 299. And it's, again, really great value if you're looking for a decent phone without blowing the budget. ACL and T- uh, Alcatel and TCL can do that for you. If you want to read them, uh, read our story, take a closer look at the products, you can do that, techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Ring has introduced a new product, you know, the Ring Doorbell Company. They've really come a long way. The Ring Doorbell is a a really handy thing to have uh, in your home. But what do you do if you live in an apartment? You you can't be drilling holes beside the door or there might not be room for that. Well, Ring has just introduced a new product called the Ring Door View Cam that is purpose-built for apartment living. Now, what this does, it's designed to replace a peephole in your front door. Even if you don't have a peephole, it'll still work, okay? So, if you've got a peephole, it can go over the top of it, and you're going to have a digital peephole now. So, you get all the benefits of a main ring doorbell. So, you get someone rings your doorbell, it'll connect to you wherever you are. You can talk to them, uh, answer the door, whatever you want to do, uh, and as well as see them, of course, through the camera. Uh, and it also detects motion as well. So if someone comes near your front door but doesn't ring the doorbell, there'll still be motion detection. Now, on the inside of the door is a small view cam so that you can just look through that and see who is, who's, look, who's at your front door, or you can use the app, of course, if you, if you want to do that uh, if you're not at home. But if you're actually up against the back of the front door, you can look through it and see who's there, just like a peephole. So it replaces your peephole. And the good thing about it is that it includes all the things, like I said, motion detection, knock detection. It's got privacy zones. It can be adjusted. It's got night vision, all of that. And it can be installed on your front door without any tools of any kind. So it doesn't require drilling or any kind of permanent modifications of any kind to your door. So it's really easy to attach. It's a battery-operated, of course, as well. So it can add that added security to your apartment or your townhouse, however you want to do it. So uh, really, really interesting new product from Ring. who, you know, The Ring Video Doorbell, I think they're up to their second or even third version of that. So the, the Ring Door View Cam gives you most of the features you can expect from that product and brings it to uh, make it useful for apartment dwellers as well. Ring did a lot of research around this and uh, apartment, that uh, they find that people uh, in visitors interact with doors and, and doorbells in a different way in the apartment environment. So hence the reason why Ring has come up with this product. Uh, the Ring video, the door view cam, really easy to install. HD video, it's got knock detection. Uh, traditional door viewer functionality so you can uh, include the glass Viewer, so you can see through the door to see who's there. It has the privacy zones and is also Alexa compatible as well. It's available now for $299 from Ring.com and Amazon.com.au, JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman and Bing Lee, as well as Bunnings Warehouse and of course if you do want to check it out for yourself you know what you need to do. You need to head over to TechGuide.com.au
2: This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec
0: The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Now, we upgrade our phone and our TV and our laptops, but when was the last time you upgraded your home Wi-Fi? It's probably been a while. Well, the future of Wi-Fi is here. It's time to welcome Wi-Fi 6. If you watch your shows on services like Netflix or Stan, you need the newest line of high-performance routers from Netgear. it would be like giving your streaming the VIP treatment. The Netgear Nighthawk Wi-Fi 6 routers give you ultra-fast speed and wider coverage throughout your home. You get four times the capacity compared to today's Wi-Fi, which means you can connect more devices and stream simultaneously without impacting Wi-Fi speed and reliability. The devices of today and tomorrow demand more. So what you need is high-performance Wi-Fi that can keep up with you and your entire family. It's the biggest revolution in Wi-Fi ever, and you could be one of the first to have the next generation of Wi-Fi 6 technology with a Netgear Nighthawk router. Turn your Wi-Fi up to 6 with a Nighthawk Wi-Fi 6 router. Go check it out today at netgear.com slash wi 6. That's netgear.com slash wi and the number 6. And now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk is brought to you by Belkin. If you need a cable or a charger... They are the people to see. Belkin.com forward slash AU. Now, I had a really interesting question from a reader who was traveling to China uh, and they asked, look, I'm we'll go to China next year for twenty six days. I'm thinking of getting a SIM card for my iPhone that I can use in China for calls and data. Uh can you recommend anything, please? Well, this is a tricky one. China's tricky because if you buy a SIM card there you won't be able to access Google and Facebook. So that, that, that's banned in China. So you're going to limit yourself uh, in that aspect. So what I'd recommend to get around that is using an Australian SIM card with roaming. So I know I've been to China a few times, so whenever I need to connect my laptop or look at Facebook on my phone, I've, I've got to be having my SIM card, not connected to Wi-Fi, but through 4G, to see Facebook and whatever I want to do, if I want to Google something, Uh, and I used to hotspot my phone to my laptop so that I could do that as well on my computer. So it's a it's a tricky one. So if you if you can you can buy a roaming pack maybe with Optus and Telstra. They're about I think ten to fifteen bucks a day. So you get a certain amount of, of data. Uh, and if you're a Vodafone customer, it'll just cost you five dollars a day. And you can use your plan for calls. However you use your plan in Australia, you can use the same. Uh, you can use it in China for five bucks a day. So uh, yes, good call to get a sim. But um, you don't want to limit yourself. If 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 you don't want to look at Google or Facebook, then uh, good luck. You can buy a Chinese sim. You, you may. Be be able to make some calls, internal, uh, some local calls, you probably won't be able to call Australia, but if you do want that full freedom, take an Australian SIM card with you. and that's all we've got time for you this week uh, next week we're actually uh, going to come to you from the Apple iPhone launch we're going to be in San Francisco we'll, we'll be back in Australia by the time we record our next episode but you know it's going to be all about the new iPhones and all the Apple announcements everything we've talked about though on this show you can find at techguide.com.au and if you want to get in touch send us a voice by click on that record button on the homepage. your voice could be on the Tech Guide podcast right beside mine if you want to go old school email are still accepted, info at techguide.com.au. We're going to give a special thanks to to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Thank you for listening. We look forward to you joining us next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.